Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want a better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever, but really never felt good enough no matter how much outward success you achieve? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement. But no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you self-care routines and practical leadership strategies to help navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to stop people-pleasing and start living and leading God's way, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazer, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Hey, y'all. Are you spending most of your waking hours at work? Are you desperate to find more time for yourself and your family, for the things that truly matter most to you? Well, today we're starting a conversation about how to begin working smarter, not harder, so that you can create time and space for the things that you value most. We tend to set high expectations for ourselves, and then we feel a sense of failure when we don't accomplish all that we would like to in a day, in a week, or in a month. The reality is we may not be looking at how best to optimize and prioritize our time. Do you wish there was a way to create more time for the things that matter most? For yourself? For your family? For God? Are you too busy achieving, people-pleasing, or approval-seeking to even make it on your own to-do list? I know what it feels like to spend nearly every waking moment at work or thinking about work with no time or energy left for yourself or your family. I know what it's like to want more time alone with God more time to fit in healthy habits, and more energy to be present with my family. I know what it's like to not feel worthy of setting boundaries around my time. Imagine if there was a way to be effective and productive while creating more time for the things that matter most. That's why I created the Boundaries Coaching Power Hour, where I teach you how to identify the barriers that are standing in your way of setting boundaries and finding time freedom. You'll be able to plan and prioritize your week in a way that aligns with your core values and allows you to be effective, productive, and consistent. You'll walk away with a plan to grow in the knowledge of how God sees you so that you can feel confident setting healthy boundaries that create better work-life balance. So if you're ready for a customized plan based on your unique lifestyle and priorities to start setting boundaries that create time freedom as a busy professional woman, a plan that comes with support and accountability, now's your chance. Go to calendly.com forward slash coaching with Tanya. That's Tanya with an A, T-A-N-Y-A. Select the Boundaries Coaching Power Hour. Again, that's calendly.com forward slash coaching with Tanya. I can't wait to help you discover how to create more time for yourself and your family.
When I look back at the last 20 years, especially the last 15, I'm sad to say that I spent most of my time and energy on work. Mind you, my kids are now 23 and 21 years old. So what does that tell you? Well, although I consider my most treasured role and title that of being a mom, a time study of my adult life would not show great evidence of that. I try not to get regretful or resentful about how our life has gone because I do believe God uses every single bit of it to grow us and prepare us for doing his work. I'm proud that my kids saw us working hard for what we have. But the parts that leave me a bit sad are the times that I was just so depleted that I couldn't give him anything close to the best of me. In all honesty, I was surviving, not thriving. And being the people pleaser and overachiever that I am, I did not feel that I had the right to set more boundaries around my time. My value as an employee and later a leader was too tightly attached to winning the approval of others. It is still very much a tendency and a thought pattern that I have to battle kind of every day. You heard that on last week's episode. But thankfully the Lord is changing me from the inside out. He's teaching me where to draw my worth and my value. And he's giving me the courage to set appropriate boundaries that don't compromise my ability to lead, yet they allow me to create space for myself and my family. I'm learning how to work a bit smarter, prioritizing my time in a more systematic way. I spoke a couple of weeks ago about core values and using them as a guide for decision making. Well, I also come to use them as a guide for time management. Before you can really start to effectively manage your time and create some freedom in your schedule, the first thing you need to do is sit and think about what are your core values? What are your priorities? Now we do have some things that are just commitments and aren't really negotiable. These are the time-bound appointments and meetings that can't really be changed. And I'm not talking about those things today. I'm talking about how to start to prioritize your remaining time. So the first place I start and the first action step I would suggest to you is if you haven't already, sit down and list out your top core values or priorities. I suggest picking your top five. Think about them. Memorize them. Write them down. If you listened to last week's episode, or actually two weeks ago, you may have actually already done that. Next, I want you to do an honest inventory of your daily and weekly tasks. Outside of your scheduled events, what are the things that have to get done every day? List them out. And next to each one, write down how much time it takes to complete them each day. And don't be too conservative. We tend to underestimate how much time things are going to take us. Now, what are the tasks that have to get done sometime in the week? Write those down. And next to each one, estimate how much time each task will take. Now, I want you to write down a list of things that are important for you to incorporate into each day and into each week. This might be time with the Lord, time to exercise, time with your spouse, time to read, 
etc. And I'm just going to put this side note in here. If spending time with the Lord is not at the top of your list, it's my opinion that you will continue to struggle. If he's not making it on your list, it says to me that you're relying completely on your own strength and your own endurance to make it through life. Well, I'm going to challenge those of you like me who spent too many years trying that. How is it working for you? It didn't work out so well for me. Okay, off my soapbox. Back to our daily and weekly lists. Next to each one of the items you want to incorporate into your life, write down how much time you'd like to dedicate to that activity. Try to be realistic. These are likely going to be many of the items that will closely align with your core values. But if you're anything like I have been, they are also likely the items you seem to run out of time for. I could be wrong. You might have learned a lot earlier in life how to find balance. Now here's one you might not like so much. I want you to just make a note of how much time you spend doing things that are maybe not so important to you, not necessary for the functioning of your household or your job, but they tend to take up more time than you think. These are likely the things you do when you're too tired or overwhelmed to think about what you could be doing instead. For me, one of these things is mindless scrolling on social media or binge watching pimple popper videos. <laughs> hey, don't judge. Life gets hard sometimes. If these things are important to you to catch up with friends and family or to have a mental break, great. Put them on your list of things that you want to make time for. But if not, let's just start with making a mental note of how much time you get distracted by them when you would maybe prefer to be doing something that better aligns with your priorities. I'm going to call these things time suckers, or in my case, sometimes soul suckers. You know what about, what else might fall in this bucket? If you're someone who distracts yourself with venting via text or instant messaging or email or phone, stuff that is not especially positive or productive, but rather a distraction that might be worth looking at. I often fall into this trap, and I kind of feel icky after I do it. It's not especially God-honoring, and it certainly doesn't align with my core values of integrity or peace. Finally, I'm going to ask you to write down the time of day you tend to be most productive, most clear-headed, and most efficient. If you're like me, that tends to be more in the morning, like probably 8 or 9 a.m. until... Hmm, 12, 1, maybe 2 o'clock. After that, my brain gets a little less efficient. Now listen, I know all of you tired, anxious, overwhelmed people are like, whoa, this is too much. You lost me at hello. I don't want to overwhelm you. Take this in bite-sized pieces. As you do or think of things, jot them down in the categories we talked about. Don't worry about going on to next steps until you have done this brain dump of sorts. We're going to use future episodes to start breaking things down a bit more. So let's just go over these steps again. First, write down your core values. As an example, my core values are faith, family, truth, integrity, 
and peace. And when I say peace, I mean peace of mind or internal peace. Not so much world peace, although that's really awesome too. Step number two, inventory your daily tasks and the time required and your weekly tasks and the time required. Step number three, list personal and family related things that are important to you to incorporate into each day or, or into each week and the time you would like to spend. Remember, be realistic. Step number four, list the time suckers you tend to get distracted by and make note of how often or how much time you spend each day on them. Another thing to be mindful of is if there are certain circumstances or times of day you are most apt to fall into this trap. Now finally, write down the time of day and or days of the week you tend to be most productive, most awake, most energetic, most efficient. You're going to want to use these times for the activities that take the most energy or the most brain power. For me, these are the times I have to use to do tasks that require my brain to be more creative um, and productive. For example, it doesn't work very well if I try to write content for this podcast at 10 o'clock at night. My brain is just too tired and not at all creative. <laughs> so that's your homework. Remember, take it in little bits. To really develop an effective process, this brain dumping step is very important. It's important for you to understand where you spend your time and what is realistic for you to plan. We people pleasers tend to be a, lit, a little bit lofty in our expectations of ourselves. I'm just saying. So we aren't done with this subject matter, not even close. We are just scratching the surface. Be patient with yourself. We're going to talk more in future episodes about what to do with this information and how to start managing your time more effectively. So no worries. We're just getting started, my friends. I'm going to leave you with that takeaway. And remember, until next time, be grateful and be grace-filled. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a written review. That's the only way for me to know if you are enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journey. You can find the link to the group in the show notes. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.